This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, this is yet again another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. It's episode thirty-three, and I'm Danielle, and I'm Jamie. Hey. I'm um not thirty-three. <laughs> I'm not thirty-three either. Okay, so I'm glad that we got that out. But oh, um, so me and Danielle were just going through our SoundClouds and our followers and all that, and we're gonna do this now because it's the beginning. Hopefully, you know he hears this. We have a follower named Jerry with a G. And we have no idea who he is. We don't know if he's a friend of ours or if he's just somebody that really likes right. the podcast. But Jerry G, we need you to write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or message us on the Facebook page uh, at Straight From The Net. We really want to know who you are and we want to thank you in person for being like the top listener. Like you've literally listened to all but one of our episodes. And I think the only reason you haven't listened to this past episode is because we dropped it early. It might be, yeah. So now we're going to drop this one today, and there's going to be two episodes you can listen to. So we'll call it the Jerry G bonus episode. <laughs> Actually, I think we should just name this episode after him. We're naming it after you. This episode is Jerry G. Yeah, so shout out to you. Thank you so much for listening to us. We, you are, we love you. We don't know who you are, but we are so but grateful thank for you. you. Thank you. So we're going to name this episode after and you. And whoever's in the UK listening, um, we're going to need you to go ahead and write in because, wow, the UK. And whoever's in India. <laughs> I know. And in Nashville. Like, we didn't think, we're, we're like almost global at this point. Oh, yeah. So I, I was really surprised we saw our stats today. We're like, Oh my god. We're international, oh baby. So if you're a new listener, you know, and you like the podcast, you know, write in and tell us, you know, what you think. Mm-hmm. Because we want to keep you guys happy. And if you tell us what you want to hear, you know, we'll make sure we'll get that on there. Absolutely. I'm totally down with that. But Jerry with a G, we love you. Thanks, Jerry with a G. <laughs> and I also want to say thank you to our friend Josh, too, because Josh listens all the time. He is also a faithful listener. And so fits. thank you so much. And fits. Fits terrific. Right. Yep. So we want to just, I mean, and everybody else who is, you know, actually listening in. Some of you guys are on there, but there's like under a number. Oh my God. So I'm out. (laughs) I'm out at the pub on Friday. Christina Pub. And Friday was Valentine's Day. And Friday was Valentine's Day. So I went out to the Christina Pub for Valentine's Day and I, you know, had my podcast t-shirt on and it was... A friend of mine's birthday. And he's like, I just wanted you to know that I listened to a couple of your podcasts. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He was like, I really like the one about catfishing. And I was like, we've never done one about catfishing. So I was like, oh, well, thanks. So basically. (laughs) You're like, I'll take the credit anyway, though. Basically, (laughs) he wasn't listening to us. He was lying and thinking he was listening to us. And I figured out where he got it. Because he was scrolling through a feed and Paco shared that that little video clip with the eel, the picture okay. of the eel, and if he looked at it real fast, he thought it was a catfish, and that's what he was going with. Really? Yeah. So, because I'm not friends with him on Facebook. Huh. So I think that he was just trying to make me feel better, which he doesn't need to do, because obviously we got listeners, but, you know. Oh, look at us. She's 
But he totally lied to me. I'm like, if you don't listen, it's not like I'm forcing it down your throat. You don't have to listen if it's not your thing. Right. Yeah, but don't lie to me. Don't be like, oh, it's wonderful. Like when we were at Megan's wedding and Kim was like, oh, it was great. And I was like, do you listen? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, do you listen? And she was like, yeah. And then you know that third, did you listen? And she's like, no. Because <laughs> I know you're not telling me the truth. Right. Oh, like ridiculous. Gee. Well, so you went out to the pub on Friday. I did. I went out to the pub on Friday. Um, It was fun. It was Valentine's Day. You know, um, my friend Kelly came out with her boyfriend Ty. It's been a really long time since we've seen them. Um, Ty just started a new job, which he loves, and they've been spending more time together. Um, Mikey and Susan came out, and Lester and Wendy, and it was all right. Oh, like that's nice. We just kind of hung out and... Did your normal Friday night thing. Ate a shit ton of Jello shots, and... Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Mikey kept buying Jello shots, and I was like, stop buying Jello shots. And then I went to the bar, and he was like, I'm, I just bought them out of Jello shots, and then they had these chocolate <sighs> cherry... Jello shots. Oh wow! That were on special for a dollar, and they tasted just like Tootsie Pops. Oh wow! So I was like, oh, I'm gonna buy ten of these. So now I owe Paco ten dollars. <laughs> oh God! All over. What's it called? God. Well, I had asked Jonathan um, what he wanted to do for Valentine's Day since it was just us, you know, together. Christopher had to go to work, and uh, and at first I was like, I really want to go have Mexican, like because I have like my favorite Mexican spot, and, and I really wanted to go there. Delicious. It is delicious, but he's like, oh, I don't know what they because his version is Taco Bell, and God forbid you have any other kind of, and it's just not the same. I like what you make, and I like Taco Bell, and that's it. And I'm like, God, you're, you know what? I'm like, I want to be there the day he goes and actually eats real Mexican food, and his like eyeballs pop open, and the but like the light bulb above his head turns on. So where did you go to dinner? Well, I was like, you know what? I'm like. I really don't have a whole lot of extra money this month anyway because it's tax season is upon us and I know I'm getting ready to get super rates. I know I talked about that before because I didn't do a very good job saving up this last year, which is like awful. I guess it was kind of one of those things where it was like tax day every day for me. Right. <laughs> I just was blowing money left and right. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I was like, how about if I just make us like steak and mashed potatoes and then I'll, I'll pick us up like a special treat. So I got us like a red velvet roll, like, you know, cake roll. Whatever, I'm like, so why don't we do that? And he was like, that sounds so much better because he really liked my steaks. So I'm like, okay, we'll do that. And then I was like, well, how about we go to the movies? You know, I'm like, well, we love going to the movies around here. That's something we do all the time. So we went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog and it was cute. Yeah, you're like the Pikachu movie. And I was like, is that still in theater? I know, I got it wrong. I know, I don't know why and I Paco was like, she wanted to see Sonic. I thought she said Pikachu. I said, she told me Pikachu. No, and I did. Not only that, I was like, like, Pikachu? And I'm like, yeah, Pikachu. I mean, I said it twice to you and right. totally was wrong both I was times. like, babe, maybe she thinks Sonic is a Pikachu. <laughs> It's a Pokemon. And he was like. it is. It's all relative to me. He was like, was she a gamer? I said, I don't think she was no, a gamer. not ever. As a child when it was like super popular to play like Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers, yeah, but that was it. And I didn't go beyond that. Mm-mm. No. No. No, but it, so I went and saw that and uh, it was cute. It was definitely one of those things you could rent, but like going to the movie theater with your kid and just enjoying life together was so nice. So we got to do that and I. I just, I don't, I love going to the movies with Jonathan. He's like my little roll dog. We can do everything together. But it kind of brings me to a point. <laughs> I stirred up some controversy on my Facebook post. You did. So, there was a lot of like really dicky comments being made by men about like, well, maybe if you didn't date losers, you would, you would, you know, you'd have a Valentine's Day. And maybe if y'all made better choices, you, you know what? Men who Valentine's say that Day. are autumn. Did you see a couple of them? Yes, men who say that you're losers. 
Well, it was just so rude. And then someone was like, oh, y'all are just some bitter bitches because you ain't got no and, hands. And I feel like the people, I'm eating these. I don't even know what they are. Um, <laughs> I saw, I'm like, okay. The, the women who were like, every day is Valentine's Day. If you're in a good relationship, didn't get shit for Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, give me a fucking break. Or the men who were like, oh my God, just another made up holiday. I got it. I'm expected to do something for them. But I mean, I didn't really care about those because it's whatever it is. I'm like, those poor women that are with these guys. Like, I don't ever want to be with a guy who's like, oh, fuck, I got to do something for her for Valentine's Day. All right, so you didn't like those corn mm-hmm, chips? No. You know what they're good in? Chili. Probably. So she just ate some of those corn chips. They're good with chili or they're good with like those laughing cow wedges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're a big thing on Weight Watchers. I keep trying to do Weight Watchers and I keep failing like radically at it. Um, but anyway, so dudes were like making these really fucked up comments. Like in particular, like I ended up like reading Amish's post. Uh-huh. Like because he don't give a fuck. He's like, whatever. Actually, I think he does actually give a fuck. But um, he made a point too where he was like, you know, all you women are like, don't try it again with me. Um, what was it? Don't try... Shoot me again with that arrow, ha <laughs> or whatever it was. He made that comment. He was like, "Yeah, but you'll have two relationships in a year, and we all sit back and we talk about you in messages." And I'm like, for somebody who doesn't give a fuck so much about what people are thinking, you sure can't wait to like. Are you like when you act like you're not part of that whole thing and you don't care what people think? You sure can't wait to fucking gossip like a little bitch about it. And it's not like he's gonna hear this because we have no listens in New Orleans. Well, even if he did, him and I had a discussion about it, and he was like, "Well, what I really meant to say was." Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it didn't come off like that. It came off like a total douchey thing. Like, he inboxed me and, like, we talked about it. So it was what it was. But I'm like, he keeps acting like he doesn't give a shit. And I'm like, if you don't give a shit, why are you gossiping about women? I'm like, you look like a misogynistic prick, right? So I made the point was, like, you know, you guys want to run around and run your mouth about this. I'm like, but at the end of the day, none of you said let's do better. You know what I mean? Never. There's never a post that's like, man, we got to do a better job, like, for our women or whatever. Nobody, men don't ever say that shit. But they're quick to be like, oh, wait, what was the other one that I really liked? Um, if you can't keep a relationship, maybe you're the problem. Mm. That was another one I was like, and that kind of struck a nerve because I'm like, well, damn, I'm like, you know, going to be 43. And I mean, I had a semi-successful marriage. I mean, it didn't work out, but we were together for 11 years, mm-hmm. together for 16. I, I mean, I would say that's pretty successful. I'm like, I was just in a two and a half year relationship. It was a motherfucker to get out of, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> coming out of it was really hard is what I should actually say, but... People are... I think the people who are like, oh... It was just really shitty. Who cares? It's just Valentine's Day. Those are the people who are, like, really bitter in their lives right now. Yeah. Like, Like, if you're not into it, then just scroll past just scroll it. scroll past. Like, like why do you gotta... And you gotta inject it. It's like, I have to make sure I tell people that I just think this is such fucking bullshit. It's like... And I liked what some other people were... They're like, as opposed to all the naturally occurring holidays... That, like, just grow out in the field and we should see all the time? None of them are. None of them. They're all made up. We all... Christmas is made up. Fourth of July is made up. Every single one of them has been made up. All of them. I... None of them are naturally occurring. None of them. I, I came home on Thursday night. It was about 11.45. And I had... Oh, shit. I had <laughs> Sorry, to... I just dropped my knife on the floor. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had chocolates and a card. And he got me something else that still hasn't come. And he's very upset about it. Oh, um, did he, he order it off Wish? He, I don't know. He, ordered, he did order it off Facebook, I think. Okay. Because I think I know what it is. Oh, okay. But he got, I gave him his gift at midnight because he refused to open it until midnight. Oh, and, I like, I'm like, no, baby, I want you to open it now. I'm and he, not only chocolates. did, you know, he get me chocolates, he got Katie chocolates, he got his Aww. mom chocolates. Like, right. Paco is very caring, especially around <laughs> Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. Those Right. Those holidays that are focused on women, mm-hmm. Paco's very, I need to get them a card, I need to get them this, I need to tell them how much I appreciate them. Right. 
Which so, is really nice. which is really sweet, and and he didn't get me the same chocolates that he got his mom this year, like because he used to get everybody the same thing, and I'd be like, um, <laughs> <laughs> this feels like you kind of phoned this in, sir. Right, I'm gonna need something. Like you can still get me chocolates, but I'm gonna need something a little different than what you're giving your mom. Right. So they all got <laughs> Russell Stouffer's, and I got Dove. Oh, okay. There you go. And you know those the, the little things. And did you see for the first time? Ever Paco mentioned me on his Facebook feed? And you were like, oh, honorable mention I was or like, something. I was so excited. I was like, honorable mention. Yes. And at first I was like, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, is he getting her out the shit from her and that's why he's posting it? Like, I didn't know, like, for sure, because Paco's like, he doesn't give a flying rat's ass about any of that crap on Facebook. No, he doesn't. At all. And I did say something to him. I was like, because I was like, did you see my sweet Facebook post? And he was like, yeah, and I was like. <laughs> did you see mine? I was like, I didn't get one. And then I, 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 I honestly didn't think he was going to <laughs> write anything. And then I was at the bar, and you know who I am. I'm like the mayor. You call yeah. me and Beth the mayor, and I'm like yeah, all over Beth the place. Yeah, you the mayor. Uh-huh. So I'm bouncing back and forth, and I get home, and I look down at my Facebook, and they're like, Paco tagged you in a post. It was like five hours later. There was like 32 likes, and I was like, aw. Oh, that is so sweet. Like, I didn't even see it until it was after Valentine's Day. Well, because by then you had already had like several thousand shots. Yep. Or sure. jello shots yep. and everything else. Yep. I just think, you know what? If you're in a relationship where like the girl likes it, and most of us are going to like it. You know, most of us are. Not gonna generalize everybody, but most of us are gonna like it. Like I'm big about like, oh, I can throw a holiday for anything. I could make up a holiday in a New York second just so I can do something for like my dude. Like I love it. I'm all about like the cards and doing nice things and all that crap. Whatever, which is why I'm like, how does this happen to me? But I'm like, I could make up a whole holiday because I love spoiling my people. Why can't somebody else do that? I don't know. Like, why are these dudes? I don't so see any stupid? guy complaining about the new made up holiday on March 14th. Which is what? Steak and blowjob day. Oh, oh no, that's fine. That's fine. That's uh-huh. fine. That's cool. Steak and blowjob day, that's that's the day. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, I love to give heaven. So I, I celebrate. Right well, you know <laughs> what? He crap. knows what we're doing out I here. I know. It's just so funny. I'm like, is there ever a time? Like, yeah, look, my oldest son is like, oh, that's oh, okay, straight. it's Christopher. Christopher is 19 no, years old. There's never a time when we can do a podcast when one of my damn kids can't be out in that kitchen every time. I won't see them all day long. They even forget I exist. I'm like a potted plant in the corner dying a slow death. Man, we fucking fire up this Hi, podcast. And they are like, he looks very about handsome. It. He's so handsome. He's like the handsomest boy ever. <laughs> he's like, well, you know, I try. As he's making his dinosaur nuggets. Because <laughs> that's what they like, their dinosaur nuggets. So anyway. Anyway. So anyway, I celebrate the hell. Like, you're like, steak I'm and, all about it. Steak Here's and blowjob day. I'm like, I'm making steak. I'm adding shrimp. <laughs> Mushrooms and onions on top, because I know that's how my man likes it. A slice of cheese. Right. Like, I'm, I got this. Yeah. But he spoils me rotten on every single holiday. Like, he he lets me know how appreciated I am. Mm -hmm. And That's really nice. It is wonderful, and I'm so lucky to have him. Well, and it's really, it says something further, I think, that he does something for his mom. He does, and his Which sister. Which is really nice, yeah. Like, and that's so sweet. Like, that's that's good home training. Yeah. We have not mentioned home training in a while. That was right. supposed to be our thing. We need to have some better home training. I, I used to tell Paco, I used to tell girls when I first started dating Paco, y'all need to find yourself a man where you want to write his mom a thank you note. <laughs> right. And, and with Paco, I want to write her a thank you note all the time. Right. I'm like, I don't know... 
what kind of magic parenting class you took, but uh-huh. thank you. Right. Oh my God, thank you for this fucking gift. And I'm so mad at myself because I've known this man for so long and we're just now finding each other and I fucking hate all the time I wasted. Oh, I know. Not that I wasted time because I have Katie from Kevin, which I'm so grateful for because she's course. my little roll dog. I love her. And, you know, and my 15 years with Ron weren't bad. They right. they just weren't what I needed in life. Right. And well, now I think it was until the end when it wasn't. It wasn't until it wasn't. And now Katie's moving out. I know. Something's burnt. Oh, Katie's no, he, cooking. he cooked up the, he, he's got the oven going for his dinosaur nuggets. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like something is nuggets. burning. No, it's just my oven. I probably need to clean it. <laughs> I know. Now you got your daughter moving out. Yeah, she, um, I thought that she was, she was thinking about moving out in April, but apparently she was trying to be moved out by February and then she was like, I, I, I'd have to get recertified in Delaware. And I was like, well, did you call Marilyn and see if there's a way to transfer it over? Because I don't want to hinder her. I don't want her to think that I'm not supporting her in right. her plans. And she was like, oh, yeah, there is a way. And, you know, she was like, We're, I'm talking to the, the people to see what I can do to get everything transferred over. And she's applied for four or five jobs in Maryland mm-hmm. that are close to, you know, where she's going to be living. And... She's going to leave, and I thought I was ready, and to be honest with you, I don't think I'm ready, and, yeah. and I have to be. Like, it's no longer my life. She's 20, so I have to be, like... No, you. all you have to do is accept it. doesn't mean you have right. to be okay with it. But she was telling me about it, and I cried, and I was like, it's always been me and you, and... Mm-hmm. Like, and Paco was so good about it. Like, when he came home and he could see I was upset and he was like, what's wrong? And and I told him, I was like, you know, she's going to leave and there's nothing I can do about it and she's just going to be gone. Look, oh I'm sorry. Oh my God, don't cry. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. You know I can't look at people crying because then I'll be crying too. I know. And he's like, babe, mm-hmm. he was like, it's going to be fine. He was like, she'll come visit. He was like, hell, yeah. we'll, we'll go and visit there. And I'm like, I don't want to take your black ass to Conowingo, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> Tears. It's like, really she's, bad like, there. Oh the God. racism is so bad there, babe. It's like 1947 there. <laughs> I want to take this black ass <laughs> out a window. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's the only time I've been able to laugh through watching somebody cry. I'm like, oh my god. I know, and, and it's very hard for me. And I feel for you if you you guys are mothers out there and you've got kids that are getting older, you know, and you think, oh, they're going to leave and you're going to be fine. You're not going to be fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. I was like such a dick. I moved out like three months after I graduated high school with my ex-husband. And that's how long we were together. And my mom was like, Oh my God, she's really not coming back. We're twenty minutes in, and we haven't even touched an article. I know. <laughs> she's like, she's not gonna come back. And then, and then it was funny. Like I had asked her, I asked her later how she got with it because Christopher wants to get a credit card so we could start getting credit because so he, he wants to get that. his own apartment. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Like it was so funny. And it was all you could just the same pay time. rent here. I know. Hey, if you want to pay rent, no problem, dude. I'll take it from you. But I had I asked my mom if it was hard for her, and she was like, only like at very the very very beginning. She was like, and then it was fine. I was like, wow, okay. Like, yeah, and she I'm, couldn't wait to get rid of my dumbass. And I'm sure that's crazy. what's gonna happen. Like, I'm gonna be fine. Like a week later, when I'm like, oh shit, like I am only cooking for two now, and 
I don't have to get up every morning and take her to work and leave the house every night to pick her up. And, like... You know what my mom did say, now that you mention that? I was like, is it hard just to cook for, like, you and dad? And she was like... And my dad... Well, before my mom could even respond, my dad was like, she doesn't know how to cook for just two people. Yeah, that's like, me, she too. she cooks, like, a whole meal, and there's always all this food left over. And she was like, shut up! We have leftovers for lunch. Like, it was just the funniest thing. So if she said no, it's, like, really difficult, you know, when... You know, to just cook for two people. Like, it's near impossible. I'm like, I know it's not near impossible. There's plenty of people who do it all the time. But my dad's like, no, she doesn't know how to do such a thing. Oh, on another note that, well, that's cute. We're going to celebrate my dog's, my brother's dog's birthday today. <laughs> my brother has a dog named Petey, and he saved its life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is White People Shit Corner. This is White People Shit Corner, that's right. Um, because we, we need a little pep pick me up after all that. Cause I was getting ready to cry with y'all. We were getting ready to like, have to like hug and start this motherfucker over again. But, um, Petey was like hours from being euthanized when my brother showed up and adopted him. And they have been through some shit, including like he had a girlfriend he was going to marry and she hated that dog. So she's gone. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like he actually was like, she. He kind of really thought, like, God, she's really going to hate this damn dog. If I come home and this dog's dead one day, I'm going to know it's her. You know what I mean? Like, that's how much she hated this damn dog. And he was like, look, you know, and I guess she kind of was like, look, it's either me or the dog. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, my dog's like the sweetest dog in the whole fucking world. So he was like, all right, you got to go. So she's gone. So he had a birthday party for him last year when they were still together. And now we're having a birthday party for him today at my mom's house. How old is Petey? Petey, I don't even know how old Petey is, but it's actually not even a birthday party. It's like a gotcha a, day, but I think he considers it his birthday because that's when he got him, and they don't really know when his birthday is. My so. God, this is not opening. Like, I've got no internet connection right now at your house. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to fucking connect to your actual internet. Okay. So, yeah, we're doing white people shit at my parents' house today. Just, you know, I thought that'd be kind of fun because we always go over every other Sunday for Sunday dinner, which I love, by the way. Um. Oh! Nicole Arbor made a post. So. I don't know who that is. Nicole Arbor is kind of one of those women. She kind of like runs her mouth a lot about shit. Let me pull it up. She's just somebody who like makes. She's a comedian and she's got 2.6 million people following her. And she's always making videos about shit. And a lot of the time she makes stuff. That's like on all of our minds. We just don't say it. So. And the one thing I've always said was, like, I don't really care about what women do with their bodies. Like, you, you've got to do you, boo. You know what I mean? Like, me make jokes about, like, hoe and whores and, you know, con- all that kind of crap or whatever. But, and I make jokes about, you know, not wanting to let anything get dusty down there without having a man around. I'm like, but at the end of the day, like, I just, I don't want to just sleep around. Like, I just don't want to. It's not for me. And she wrote something, and it was so crazy. She put it out yesterday, and it said, true story, I don't sleep around. There was a time when being hypersexual was rebellious. But it's not anymore. It's the opposite. There's IG thoughts and fans only accounts on the profile of every six on Twitter. Want to be a rebel now? Realize you have value and act like it. And it kind of does seem like that almost. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm one of those people, I just kind of, I feel like, I've always felt like I'm just from a different time. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I think everybody's going to come out and get me or whatever for it. But, like, men are men and women are women. And... You know, we should kind of act like it at the end of the day. But I also think that we should sort of respect each other, you know, enough to try. And in this day and age, I mean, given how much I dated in the last couple of years and how much, 
it, it's just been, it sucks. I mean, there's men that'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk to you all the time, but like, I'm not going to take you on a date. I just want to sleep with you. Like, you know, stuff like that and everything. And it's fucking crap. And it doesn't mean that I have to do it. And I'm not doing that. But as you're trying to find a whatchamacallit in here, trying to find I'm a trying to find a single signal because I want... You can't get into your stuff? Well, no, I can't get into my save stuff, which sucks because maybe if I send it... Oh, you're on my five. I am. Maybe if I send it to my messenger, I could get it. I don't know. But I thought it was interesting that she pointed out that she feels kind of, I guess, the same. Like, she makes a lot of jokes about it, but at the end of the day, she's like, you know, look, like, I don't want to just sleep around. I don't think it's okay. You know, and if that's what she would do, hey, that's fine. It's all over the place. You know, sexuality is all over the place, but I just don't feel like I need to sleep around. And people were going at her. And I'm like, but a lot of people feel that way. You know what I mean? That I, I, it's like morals and values. Like, you know, the more that we get into things, like, the less we, I feel like we have them, you know, when it comes to, like, how we interact with each other. I don't know. And a lot of people are like, morals and values need to make a comeback. But then other people were like, it's also okay if you want to be hypersexual. There's no shame in wanting to sleep around. And there's no shame in wanting to be sexual and explore everything out there. No, there, there isn't necessarily. And that's not necessarily what she's even saying. I mean, she's like, hey, if you want to be different. No, I guess she is. She's saying if you want to be different and you want to respect yourself, don't sleep around. So I guess she is kind of saying don't you sleep know, around. You know, I say, and you know how I well, feel about this. I say if a girl wants to sleep around, let her sleep around. Like, it's not really disrespecting yourself at our age. I don't, we are we are of a certain age. We're forty some years old. Yeah. If you're not in a relationship, and all you want to do is you know get a little freaky and not have the commitment or anything like that, then I say go for it. Like it's nobody's business what anybody else does with their fucking body. So yeah, her I don't think so. Fuck her opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I guess because I'm, I'm of like her opinion that it's everywhere, all over the place, and everybody's like, oh, you should be able to do it. You should be able to. Now it's like if I say, well, I just want to wait, and they're like, but why? That's like so antiquated. And it's like, no, I don't No, feel like because it's if, at all. if you want to wait, that's your prerogative. That's yeah. your business. But it almost does feel like you saying, you know, no, I, I respect my body and I don't want to give it out to people. That is almost like counterintuitive to what you see in society today. Right, because most people are like me. They're like, go do you. If you want to fuck, fuck around, fuck around. Yeah, but I mean, but then, so that's, I think. Maybe that's why I kind of agree with her to a certain extent. Like, I don't want to just hand it out because that's, at the end of the day, I want to be, like, in a relationship. Like, I want to be locked down. Like, I don't want to be out there screwing all kinds of people. So, for me, I feel that way. But moms are not going to be like, hey, girl, don't be doing that and, like, ruin it for everybody else. Right. Like, I don't feel that way. So, she got a lot of flack for that. Like, there was a lot, a lot of people that was telling her. So, um, this woman also wanted to be in a relationship. And I can't open the article, but I guess we can read the headline. And you just, can you just hook up to my Wi-Fi? I don't know. Like, where... Have you hooked into my Wi-Fi before? I thought I did, but it's not let me. And I even tried to... Ugh. Which one is it? Hold on. Uh, oh, you got to do all that nonsense? Right. Like, I can't like there's, a lot, there's a lot going on to get into your Wi-Fi because I need that password. And I know your password's, like, crazy long. Jonathan! Will you go get Jamie the password for the Wi-Fi and bring it in here? Yeah. Thank you. Like, write it down on a piece of paper. 
But anyway, we'll talk about it before I can open the article. Yeah, because we're like now at 27 minutes. Right. So um, this woman told her her ex-husband and her young boyfriend to fight over her. And whoever was left alive would win her. And they did. And one died. Oh, my God. And I don't know which one died because I can't get in because, you know, I I can't get into your Wi-Fi right now. But, like, that's some crazy-ass shit. I know, because remember when you kind of said when we were, like, going over what we have? I'm like, well, what country was this in? Because I would have never thought it was America. And you're like, no, it's America. Like, yeah, I remember reading that it was, because I wanted to make sure, because I was like, this is some, like, like, Columbia shit. Like, yeah. Like, that's what I thought. So I was like, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go ahead and save this, because it wasn't, I think it was, like, I want to say Arizona. Like, in Arizona, really? Something like that, but apparently, well, like... Well, that's not Oregon, and Oregon is the Florida of the Northwest, so... <laughs> here, Jonathan, just, here, just put it in. I'm going to have uh, Jonathan put... The Wi-Fi The Wi-Fi in. in. Oh, my God, this is probably going to be, like, our worst episode, isn't it? <laughs> They're like, God, you guys... But we'll prepared. circle back. We'll circle back to that. And I don't know what happened, because we were... You, you had it a minute ago. I know, I had it. I like, what happened. It just, like, got... Oh, well... So, CNN, the news daddy. <laughs> the news daddy. The news daddy <laughs> posted. It was on February 13th. said they met on a dating app. Then he robbed a bank on their first date and forced her to be the getaway driver. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Oh, my goodness. All right. So, it says, and you thought your worst first date story was bad. It says a Massachusetts woman became an unexpected getaway driver after a man she met on a dating app. Robbed a bank on their first date. Christopher Castillo, the unnamed woman's would-be Robin Hood, pled guilty this week to armed robbery and three counts of assault and battery on a police officer. All committed on their first date on December 5th, 2016, according to the Bristol County District Attorney's Office. He was sentenced to three years in state prison for the robbery, plus two years in the Bristol County House of Corrections for violently struggling against and spitting on police who tried to subdue him. Oh my God, the woman wasn't charged. The worst date ever story was enough punishment for her. Poor girl. I know. She said the woman told police she was picked up in picked she picked up Castillo from his parents' home in whatever Rhode Island and drove him thirty minutes east towards North Attleboro, Massachusetts. She said he drank wine in the passenger seat of her Nissan Maxima. <laughs> it's so it's just that article because everything else opens. Everything else opens. Okay. The two had never met in person before, but I'm just thinking, all right, first of all, you gotta go pick him up from his parents' house. Then he gets in the car. He's drinking a bottle of wine. Like, in a passenger seat. Not even trying to share that, with you either. That would have been a red flag for me. That would have been like, <laughs> you know what? I'm rethinking this now. <laughs> Something doesn't feel right. I mean, not necessarily, because you don't know how old they are, I guess, necessarily. But, so I guess it doesn't really matter where she picked them up from. But he's like, just Well, if he's over wine. the age of 30, living in his mom's house, drinking a bottle of wine when he gets into your fucking car. <laughs> like, that alone is like a... Red flags just popping you in the face. Boom, 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 boom. Smacking you. He must have been wearing gray sweatpants. <laughs> she said she never met him before. It said the two had never met in person before the fateful day of 2016. So why would she think anything was wrong when he told her to pull over as they approached a bank? He got out of the car and left her there alone for a few minutes. And suddenly he came running back, sweating with sunglasses, a hat, a gun, and $1,000 cash in hand. The woman said, fucking go, he told her. She panicked, she told police, so she did as she was told. <laughs> The district attorney's office fills in the blanks of what happened while he was inside the bank. How did she not? Where did he? Did he stash it in there? Because how else would he? Where would it have been? 
You know what I mean? Like, where was the gun and, you know, <coughs> the hat, the gun, and, you know what I mean? Like, was it winter? When It was December. Oh, so, so it was winter, so maybe it was all stuffed in a jacket. Right. So she had no clue. Yeah, I'm like, this poor oh, girl. So, I'm like, how did he run back out? Oh, oh my God. Purple. He was like, I need a getaway car. Let me get on Tinder. Oh, my God. And you- <laughs> she looks naive. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and swipe a big old right on that. Oh, my God. That would be, like, so something happened to me. This is how stupid I am, though, because I was, like, binging Gotham. For some reason, I'm, like, so late to this party watching Gotham. But I picture everybody who robs a bank with one of them big-ass sawed-off shotguns or something. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I'm not even thinking it could probably be some small little handgun that somebody could just put in their pocket. <clears throat> I'm like, how she not know to the big old sawed-off shotgun <laughs> Because, bitch, there's a whole lot of guns, okay? There's a whole lot out there. I don't have to be a sawed-off shotgun. Why don't you, like, stop being so naive about things they can rob banks with? So, my bad, I guess. That is awful. So, he told the bank teller he was really hurting. Yeah, I guess so. He drank all that damn wine. Huh? On the way over? So, so he went into the Bristol County Savings Bank and showed a bank teller a gun. He demanded $1,000 and said he needed it badly. He was really hurting. The teller handed him the money that then he ran back out to his date's maximum in order to step on it. He accident oh, his accidental accomplice obeyed at first, but at once she spotted flashing sirens from North Attleboro police cruisers on the tail, she immediately pulled over and walked away from the car. <laughs> She's like, bye, dude. <laughs> you gotta go. So he stayed inside and he ducked from police as if they weren't gonna find him in the car. Like, hello? So he pulled him out, or the police pulled him out of uh, the car, and he violently struggled, spit on them, and told them his gun wasn't loaded. After he was subdued and handcuffed, they searched the car and found a forty-four caliber handgun. An antique belonging to Castillo's stepfather and the hat and sunglasses that matched the description of what the robber was wearing. Oh, and $1,000? Police found that in his wallet. Years after the date from hell, Castillo ended up sentenced to five years of incarceration. His date got off without a charge of probably wanting a healthy skepticism and probably with a healthy skepticism toward a one-line dating. Wow. <clears throat> that poor girl. Oh, I feel for and her. And he only asked for $1,000. I mean, he wasn't going to try to be greedy. He didn't want to show her like that great of a time. He knew he couldn't for, after <laughs> After this date, he was fucked. <laughs> All right, so I found the article on a different website. Okay. Okay, so a mother who arranged a medieval fight to the death duel between her ex-husband and her lover to see which of them would win her hand is jailed for life. Oh, my God. Asta (laughs) Jusakonisi, 35, of Dartford, Kent, was sentenced to a minimum. Oh, that wasn't here. Okay, so this wasn't here. The other article was wrong was sentenced to a minimum of 25 years today for murdering her ex-husband. The mother of four was married to Gidris Jesunkzov, 42, <laughs> but was also seeing former prisoner Mantix Verdez, and he's 25. She decided to settle who would go out with her by getting the men to fight. Oh, my God. So the ex-husband was found dying... From 35 stab wounds to the neck, chest, and torso. Oh, my God. This girl, Asta, arranged a deadly medieval duel between her ex-husband and her lover to see which one of her two two admirers were worthy of her. Oh, my God. So, she left husband, the ex-husband for Mantis after meeting, their tw- after meeting the 25-year-old, guess where? Online. 
Oh my god. Following his release from a Lithuanian prison for rape. You fucking shitting me. Now mind you, they said she's a mother of four. The care worker the care worker ended the relationship with Mr. the husband, who continued to provide financial support for their daughter. But both men claimed that Asta, as their as their own, they claimed her as her own, she decided to settle the argument with a fight to the death in an alleyway in Stratford, East London. Yes. And the damn dude showed up. Like, the husband was like, okay. Right. Why so, not? so the husband, so the, uh, the other guy, the lover stabbed the husband 35 times to the body neck and neck on June 17th last year and then bought pizza to celebrate. So the girl had been warned that um, the the lover, the twenty five year old, was dangerous, but said, "I think I will pay, play until I get in trouble. I'll probably like the risks and the dangers." She denied that she said that, but was convicted of conspiracy and murder and prevented preventing the course of justice after a five week trial in Kingstown Crown Court. So he did end up dying because they said he was right. Found dying. So here's the young like they're not even handsome. Like here's the here's the young oh, lover. God. He's 25. Jarring. He does not look 25. He mm-hmm. looks mid-40s. Yeah, he's rough. He's rough looking. And something's on his forehead. It looks really weird. Like, he's got a cyst on his forehead. Oh, okay. No, no. So, that's the husband. That's oh, like, God. So, he is. He is so. mid-40s. That, okay. That, <laughs> that like, makes sense. Mind. He is mid-40s. Okay. And this is the lover. Look at him. He's like, fuck it. Like, his, he, his mug shot is like, He fuck looks it. like a, like a pro wrestler. Um... Like, he doesn't look like he gives a shit. Like, I did what I did. I stabbed him. I don't give a shit. So, um, the chick stood expressionless in the dock as Judge Judge Peter Lauder jailed her for life with wow. a minimum term of 24 years. She was sentenced to life. He was sentenced to life with a minimum of 22 years and half a years of murder, whatever that is. Um, the girl was still in physical a physical relationship with her ex-husband despite the divorce in December 2018. When her lover flew to stay at her East her East London home. Both men claimed they're as her own, so she decided to settle the argument with the fight to the death in the alleyway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like a bunch of feral. A cats. duel that she meticulously arranged while at home looking after her children, the youngest of which she shared with her husband. So he only has one kid with her. Yeah. She had all these kids so with somebody. So she had else. three kids with somebody else and then him. And then it says uh, the guy who admitted to murder stabbed his love rival 35 times in the body, chest, and neck and left him to bleed to death at the scene. And this is her. Oh, she's cute. She's very pretty. Yeah, she's cute. She looks like a little snow bunny. So um, that, that's the story. That that's what I found. Serious gold. That's what I found on Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's what you found on Love Day? On Love Day, because, you know, you don't love a bitch until you fight another man to the death for them. <laughs> Definitely not. And then somebody comes and whisks her away, and then you have to kill a dragon to get her out of the tower. There you go. There's that. And, you know, kill the evil queen. Of course. Absolutely. Why like, not? that's the kind of love I want in my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I was with Kathy on Tuesday. Of course, I'm always with our boss on Tuesday. We go out and inspect all kinds of stuff, and we were talking about which what her plans were for Valentine's Day, and she's like, what's yours? I'm like, uh, nothing. <laughs> like, I don't have anyone to celebrate with. And we were, I was like, you know what? And she's like, what? And I'm dead serious. We're driving down Kirkwood Highway at the time, like when I said it. I was like, you know what? I don't want to have to date anymore. I don't want to have to diet anymore. I don't have to do any of this bullshit anymore. I was like, you know what? My 600-pound life, 
Every single one of those damn bitches has some skinny ass motherfucker running around feeding her and everything else, taking her out on the front porch, you know, having to roll over and she just hosing them down, you know, with like a hose out front. And like, then they, you know, they just love them. You know, they stand by them through everything. These fucking fat ass people, right? I want to be a fat ass person. I want to just eat whatever I want. <laughs> And then I'll get me a skinny little dude that's going to just let me eat all the time and everything else. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, give me. How would you even have sex? They wouldn't be able to find it. I was like, well, they'll get like a crane hookup where they just, it lifts my leg up and then we'll just scissor. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, I'll just lay on my side. He'll roll me on my fatty F side. Here's the and thing, And then my though. leg will lift up. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, fuck It's this funny shit. because, you know, you, they, as fat as you are, men will still let you on top to ride that dick. <laughs> They're like, fuck it, we don't care. <laughs> I think if I'm a 600 pounder, though, I'm not moving. Like, in fact, if I probably did any movement whatsoever, it would give me a heart attack. Because at that point, your heart is just begging for a heart attack. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I would go out happy, though. I would just eat. Somebody would be taking care of me all the time. They would just roll me out front and hose me down when it's time for a shower. <laughs> when it's time for sex, they just crane my leg up. <laughs> and then he'll just slide in. <laughs> That's kind of how it'll work. I'm like, but I won't ever have to diet again. I know he'll always be there. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. This is but, not the life you want for yourself. No, it may not be. But if you think about it, like all these crazy fucking people have somebody. All of them. You could go to prison for capital murder, murder key, and women are going to be like, hey, damn, Miller, hey, my baby, I love him. You know, all this shit. 700-pound men. Women are like, oh, my God, let me come over with my fried fucking chicken and a fucking toilet bowl brush so I can scrub your asshole out. <laughs> all these people have somebody. I'll tell you what, it's the most fucked up thing in the world. And Kathy's like, just get online. I'm like, did you see what happens to people online? Right, you get on first dates and then the fucker robs a bank. That, or well, like you all think he should just go into an ATM. <laughs> well, like, not only that, but then they go missing. And that doesn't even work anymore because you got people in the UK taking out billboards. Right. And then this guy, I guess I can segue into this guy. He says, if you find me, the my next girlfriend, I'll pay you $25,000. Well, Danielle, let's hook him up with you and then take his money and run. <laughs> Actually, the reason I found this is because Todd <laughs> woke me up at like 5.30 in the morning the other day. <laughs> him and his wife are out in, uh, for the Keller Williams conference out in Texas. <coughs> and, excuse me, when they were flying out, I guess it came up on People Magazine. And it says, this is on people.com on February 12th. I'm like, I was like, I even wake up at 5.30 where my, my damn phone beeping off. And he's like, I could really use cash. He like tagged me in this goddamn article and said I could use the cash. So like, you know, let's go. So it says, Kansas man is on the hunt for a girlfriend and he'll give you 25000 to play matchmaker. I was like, you got to be shitting me. But this is where he kind of is cute. He was like, I'll give you $25,000 for finding me the girl. And I'm also going to give $25,000 to a shelter, an animal shelter. Aww. I was like, I want to sign up. And says, for those interested, Jeff Gebhardt at 47 is a five foot seven optimist who says he wakes up each day with a true zest for living. Now, let me tell you, this man has also been online dating just like that Mark Roth guy. Okay, online dating doesn't seem to be working out for a lot of people anymore either. So I'm like, I think we're all just fucked. So as one Kansas man is looking for his own personal Cupid this Valentine's Day, and he's offering 25000 to make it happen. 
He's on the hunt for a girlfriend, and he's leaving no stone unturned in his search. The entrepreneur who lives in Prairie Village has launched a website dedicated to finding the perfect person. And should you help play matchmaker, he'll cough up $25,000, as well as an additional $25,000 donation to a no-kill dog shelter. I'm like, I love him. Is he cute? Is there yeah, he's not bad looking. But, you know, he's all in shape and works out. And you know me. I'm like, nah. Yeah, but I you don't know out. what kind of woman he likes. No, he I, he tells you what he likes, and it ain't me. I'll tell you that right now. I'm like, I got a vagina ink. I have cellulite. I don't work out. Uh, so the main objective is to find the right girl for me wherever she is. And he says, um, you have a big number that apply. You put them through a Willy Wonka machine, and the ones that come out are the ones that would be a great can- will be great candidates for me. Any one of them, and any one of them, and that's without looking at pictures or knowing the chemistry or anything. I don't really know what that meant. So once he's narrowed it down, he'll then go through the list of potential women and make his picks. He's never been married or engaged and has no children, which is like he's forty-seven, dude. Like the fuck. Like it's kind of like if that is. I'm forty-two and I've never been married. But you've been in very long-term relationships. But it doesn't matter. Like. I mean, it, just because he's older and hasn't done that does not mean he's a bad guy. Like, but he's, like, not, he's supposed to be a really good pick. Like, but why? it doesn't mean that he's he hasn't been there. Like, he's had girlfriends. He's just never had a bit engaged, and he's never, you know, know. You always get that face. You're like, oh, God, that's weird because he's 47. There's nothing wrong with being that old and not being married or have kids. I don't know. I guess I think about, like, the book that my therapist had me read. It's called, like, Attachment. And remember I told you it talks about all the different ways we attach to people? Mm -hmm. And one of them is an avoidant attachment. And most people that have an avoidant attachment are people that have not been married, don't have kids, you know, that kind of thing. So I was like, wow, all right. And I love them. I love dating those motherfuckers. Maybe he was just working on himself. Well, I mean, he's he seems pretty so he successful if he's got twenty five grand to give somebody give his good to, to well, hook him up. He says on his website that he's sick sick of the toxic community of online dating and dating apps, which is what that Mark Rock guy said too. He said he had the same problem, and he wants to meet women he wouldn't otherwise get a chance to date, which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, because seriously, like he was outside of his little his area his world. You know what I mean? He never know. You never know. Said um, the twenty five thousand dollars sum was calculated based on the amount of money he spends on dating per month. What? Oh my God! Hold on. Okay, How now now that's a red flag. <laughs> that's a red going? flag. If you're spending twenty five thousand dollars a month, where the fuck you taking these bitches? Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Look, dude, I'll go out on a date with you. <laughs> I'll go out on a date with you, and you can take me to these great places, and you don't have to spend half of that on me. You only have to spend like, let's say. Ten percent on me, and then you donate the rest to needy families for Christmas, and you know, hell. I didn't realize that said a month. I'm like, oh my gosh, and how many months he thinks his search was going to take? So it's, oh wait, okay, so it's twenty five thousand dollars about how much he spends per month and how many months he thinks his search will take. Oh, okay. Okay, so, woo! Oh, and I read next, I'm like, what the? I was like, like, I holy like this shit. Was Mary Fifty Shades all of a sudden. Remember how he like took her all in the like, And the girls love that shit because if that shit, if Fifty Shades would have taken place in a trailer, it would not have been as romantic. I know, I know. I Danielle loved that around. shit and I fucking hated it. And I, w- I was like, can we just talk about the fact that this is abuse? <laughs> I, <laughs> not abuse. I mean, she was, uh, whatever. I don't want to get into it, but. Says, uh, my time and frustration and disappointment definitely is worth some sort of dollar figure, but that was roughly what I'd spend in dating. Said, for those interested, Gebhardt is a five foot seven optimist who says he wakes up 
each day with a true zest for living. His hobbies include physical fitness He's and get on my houses. I know, wake up, honey, oh, I'm awake, it's great, it's a beautiful day. Could you imagine? Like, I would be uh-huh. like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you should have the fucking bed. <laughs> I don't need a person to complete me, but I'm looking for a person with, with qualities that will allow us to complement each other. I like to find someone who is fun, easy to spend time with, someone who is confident, driven, shares the same interests as I, and has a zest for life, funny, goofy, and doesn't take themselves too serious. Oh, <gasps> she broke up with her boss. I was just thinking that, but she works too much and she has no zest for life. <laughs> she probably would if he was like way more successful than her yeah yes i don't know i mean he's 47 she's what 52 yeah that totally would work out she's hot she works out and she works out yep she was like i got up and went to the spin class today <laughs> and i'm like me too i went up and went to duncan today <laughs> i know like that's what my spin class was <laughs> going to the coffee maker i spun the wheels right across the street to the duncan drive through <laughs> Can I get a caramel craze latte, please? <laughs> no whipped. Watching my figure. Oh, God. So, I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. So, I don't know. I mean, I know you're like, that doesn't mean anything. I know. I, I get it. But it does kind of, like, if you're this cute and you're an entrepreneur and you got all these and you got this zest for life. You probably got a small dick. Why? Why? He's probably got a small penis. Or he doesn't eat pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just sort of went there, didn't you? I did. <laughs> He or he's one of those guys that, that will eat your pussy for hours but never lick your clit. Like, that's, that's, what? I think he's got, there's what gotta be something that? wrong with him. What do you mean he eats it for hours but doesn't, what? Like, he's just, like, he's all around it but he's not hitting the button. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he doesn't hit the button. The buzzer. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Oh my god, that is so funny. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I wonder if they'll ever do a follow-up on him or not. Ring the bell, ring the bell. Uh-huh. I thought that was pretty funny though. I was like, check this guy out. Alright, let's see what else I got because... Uh, da, 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 da. Saved. Oh, let's talk about food because I'm hungry. What do, how much time do we have? I don't know, my glasses back on. Uh, ten minutes. Okay. So oh, we really did. actually we have more than that because there's a lot I have to edit out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So Wawa, Wawa now has burgers, and according to Ugh. NewJersey.com, Wawa has burgers and they are beyond awful. Okay. Okay. So, um, this is by Jeremy Schneider, who works for Advanced Media for NewJersey.com. Okay. Uh, Wawa is our, like, big chain down here, um, on the East Coast. Uh, it's very popular. I don't know what you guys would have. Like, I know some people have sheets and, and some people have, I guess, the Circle K. It's kind of, it's, it's like an up-class 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Okay, so there are more, there are a few more beloved statewide institutions in New Jersey than Wawa. Yeah, let me some In Wawa. part because it is... Of its versatility, its gas station, its convenience store, its sub shop. It's whatever you need it to be, really. Mm -hmm. But do we need it to be a burger joint? No, we do not. The Pennsylvania-based company recently launched a pilot program at six locations serving burgers, chicken sandwiches, and waffle fries. None of the participating locations are known to be in New Jersey, but a Wawa in Horsham, PA. Horsham. uh, Horsham. Mm -hmm. About 30 miles north of Philadelphia is taking part. So I made the trip across the Delaware across the Delaware to try the burger. 
After all, it's almost President's Day, and this is why George Washington break the icy waters, right? <laughs> yeah, for a freaking burger. While Voila. George Washington trek, Washington's trek helped win our country in independence, my stomach felt like it lost the war after this journey. <laughs> it pains me to say, but I hope Wawa's burgers never make it to New Jersey. Wawa making a bad food item is kind of like when your favorite actor swings and misses in a big role or when Bruce Springsteen releases releases a dud album. He's from New Jersey, so Bruce Springsteen is good there. I had to go on with Bon Jovi, honestly, but mm-hmm. whatever. It's kind of hard to be critical of something we love so much and has given us so much joy and satisfaction over the years. But Wawa, I respect you too much to lie to you. Oh, God. So I'm just going to keep it real. Those burgers aren't good. Those chicken sandwiches really aren't good. And those fries are meh at best. The trial program offers up eight different styles of burgers. Classic cheese, bacon cheeseburger, American cheese, American burger, barbecue burger, smoky chipotle, southwest, French onion, and spicy cherry pepper relish burger. And seven styles of chicken sandwiches. Classic (laughs) deluxe bacon, Cajun, buffalo club, and bacon ranch. As well as the option to customize both with seemingly every topping in the Wawa Hoagie arsenal. I went to the classic version for each sandwich and both had me wishing I had gotten more toppings to hide the lackluster patties. <laughs> the, classic cheeseburger, patties. the classic cheeseburger tastes more like a Salisbury steak from a TV dinner than a burger with a limp, textureless, and woeful flavor patty. Woeful? Woeful. A woeful dag. He really broke the The cheese was basically words. plastic and the garlic aioli was utterly bland. The bun was fine, but when the bread is the star of the burger, you know you're in trouble. Um. Yet somehow the chicken sandwich was miles worse. If Wawa had entered the greatest chicken sandwich wars of 2019, it would have been... (laughs) The greatest sandwich wars. It would have been a massacre while Chick-fil-A and Popeye's serve up juicy tender chicken. Wawa's rubbery and completely unappetizing. I hardly got through a single bite. The waffle fries were about as good as the ones you get from the frozen food section of a grocery store and heat up in the oven at home. Lacking seasoning, lacking crispiness, and all-around blah. Look, Wawa, we admire the fact that you refuse to rest on your laurels and continue to churn out new foods. Your smoothies are surprisingly good, your quesadillas aren't half bad, and your club sandwich are an elevated version of the classic hoagies we have all come to love. But, uh, you're gonna pretend that we're gonna pretend this trial never happened and leave the burgers to McDonald's, okay? Thanks. Jeremy Schneider. Oh, it almost seems like they're trying to be like Rofo or like one step like, up on Rofo. Like, Rofo's known for their chicken. Right. And Chick-fil-A has the waffle fries. Has the waffle fries and Chick-fil-A is very popular. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Jesus's chicken. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> so they're just trying, they're just trying to keep up. But Wawa has their own demographic and Wawa's never going to go out of business. Right. Like, Wawa is the shit. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know why they're trying so hard. They just need to leave it alone and maybe come out with, like, a nice salad or, some, or something. They have salads. Like, salad choices. Or they have the bowls now. Yeah, I was, like, really on a kick from them bowls Um, The while. other day, I had mm. a pierogi quesadilla, which is basically mashed potatoes, caramelized onions, and tortilla. It's all the carbs in all the world in one place, and it was delicious. And you got it from Wawa? Yep. A pierogi quesadilla? A pierogi quesadilla. It's a quesadilla with mashed potatoes and crumbled onions in it. What? I have n- I never knew that. That's so weird. I thought it was weird too, but it was delicious. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to try it though, because I mean, what's not to like? Everything, it sounds great. It was motherfucking delicious, people. We know what else is pretty gross and you shouldn't have in your mouth? <laughs> so, Florida.
would be arrested for putting his balls in patients' mouth. Oh hospital. my God, Florida! Yeah, so it's the only Florida man, <laughs> and this is like a website to alert, just completely devoted to bullshit that happens in Florida. I was like, I feel like the mothership's calling me home for you. So this was done on February twelfth, and it says Hillsbury County Sheriff's detectives responded to the hospital late Monday night after an alarm sounded in the room of a seventy-five-year-old female patient. According to the nurse on duty, a live feed camera inside the room showed 30-year-old Reginald Jackson placing his genitals in the patient's mouth. The sheriff's <sighs> office said detectives attempted to question Jackson, but he refused to comment on the alleged incident. Investigators say they interviewed the, the victim, but she has no recollection of the event. This is an appalling breach of trust and abuse by a person who is trained and paid to look out for the well-being of patients. And says, I am disgusted by the actions of Reginald Jackson, and we will work diligently to find out. There are others who he's victimized. I, too, am disgusted in the actions of Reginald Jackson. That is disgusting. It's like, seriously, she's a 75-year-old woman? Like, a 75-year-old woman. It's like, you might as well just fuck a dead person. That's not true. There's a lot of 75-year-olds out there that look good as fuck. I know they did, but it's like, but she's in a bed. Dilapidated. She has no recollection of any of it. I mean, she's literally got, like, both feet just about in the grave at this point. Yeah. That was it's like, a, how do you do that to someone? That's, a, that's not even a funny... Florida story that hurt my soul a little bit. Poor Gladys. I don't even know if her name is Gladys. <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's another one. If it's gonna make you laugh, I do. Anyway, Florida make me laugh, not make me cringe. Well, I know that was pretty cringy. Kind of both. So February 11th. <laughs> this is also on the OnlyFloridaMan.com. It says Florida man impersonated state prosecutors in order to have his charges dropped. <laughs> I'm like, if you think about it, that's actually genius. It is. Because who else is going to call them and be like, hey, I'm a district attorney, blah, 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 and uh, I need to file blah, 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 for, and I need you to drop these charges because we went to court this morning. I mean, these people on the other side won't know. Right. I mean, if that's how you do it, I don't know. But it's So like, he managed to get it done? Like, I got to say, it said, say what you want, but this guy has potential. <laughs> Yesterday, Christian Moscow of Volusia County, Florida, was sentenced to 10 years in prison after impersonating two assistant state prosecutors. And attempting to use a fake court document to drop charges against himself. Oh, my God. <clears throat> what were the charges? I'm going to find... I said he is uh, extortion. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was going to jail. Oh, yeah. According to Daytona Beach News Journal, the new charges included two counts of falsely impersonating an officer, practicing law without authority, <laughs> two counts of fraudulent use of personal identification and criminal process under color of law, and uttering a forgery. I always like that when they do the utterings. Uh, I never even knew something could utter... That's like, crazy. in the law, utter. So, it said the clerk's uh, court's office. He thought the document seemed suspicious and contacted the state attorney. After investigation, the two offices determined the document was fraudulent. The defendant employed threats, scams, and theft in an attempt to further his criminal plans. The state attorney, R.J. Lariza, said in a news release, had he used his talents for positive law-abiding activities, he would not be on his way to the state prison system. Oh, well, A for effort, dude. I'm like, wow, they're like, I just never, I mean, that really is, like, evil genius kind of shit, and it's like, why couldn't you use it for Great, the he's going to get out, and his next, his next stint in prison is going to be forging checks. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, like, he must have showed up with, like, a suit on with a thing, because he said he had, um, you know, a document in front of him, so he must have showed up and said, I am so-and-so. And the document looked weird. Like, that's so crazy. I wish there was a little more background to say, like, exactly how he did it. That would have been, like, wild. Seriously, that would have been so cool. So, anyway, um, I guess we can wrap it up. 
All right, so good. If you guys, let's hear about your Valentine's <laughs> days. Let's hear what you did. Um, if you're bitter, go ahead and put it out there. We'll read it. I mean, we might make fun of you, but we'll read it. Um, so give us a shout. I'm not gonna. Be, I'm not gonna make fun of anyone. I will. So give me a give us a shout out at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook at Straight From the Net, and we'd love to hear from you. And Jerry G, remember, we want to hear from you. Yeah, Jerry with a G. We love you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And don't forget, as usual, we're on the WMLD. Although we did have that issue this week where they had programming problems and we just, like, didn't make it until the end of the day. Um, so WMLD, if you want to tune in, get the app at all the major app stores. We're on every Wednesday at 1 o'clock, uh, right at lunchtime. Also on Saturday at 7 o'clock, you can get the replay. And every Sunday, you'll catch us on our SoundCloud account. So we love you guys. Thanks so much. Take some, Jamie. Okay, bye. Bye.